have some movies you'd like us to review? Tell us! Send us an email at driveinmovieshr at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at drivemoviespod or on Facebook at Hogan and Rudy. Let us know what to watch next. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Drive-In Movies with Hogan and Rudy. This week, we are continuing our classic series with two movies from the 1930s, both kind of mystery-type suspense. With a hint of comedy. Hint of comedy in both, yeah. yeah. Very comedic protagonists thrown into mystery and suspense situations. Uh, But those movies are The 39 Steps and The Thin Man. So let's start with The Thin Man, because I have it pulled up here in front of me. Uh, The Thin Man is from what year? I think it's from 1935. Ooh, one year too late. 1934 is the year. Uh, Directed by W.S. Van Dyke. Uh, Written by Albert Hackett, Francis Goodrich, and it's based on the novel by Dashiell Hammett, starring William Powell as Nick Charles, Myrna Loy as Nora Charles, and then a assorted cast of potential suspects in the mystery. But the, the movie mainly focuses on William Powell and Myrna Loy as Nick and Nora Charles. And that is going up against the 39 steps from what year? 1935. 1935. There That's you go. the one. Directed by Sir Alfred Hitchcock. Written by Charles Bennett, Ian Hay. Adapted from the novel by John Buchan. So another another book based movie. Starring Robert Donat or Donay. I'm not quite sure how to say that. <laughs> as Richard Hannay. And Madeline Carroll as Pamela. And again, a slew of other characters that Richard Hannay comes into contact with as he gets thrown into quite the situation. But I'll let you uh, talk about these movies more in depth on what they're about. Yeah, we'll start with The 39 Steps, which is about just a normal guy in London named Richard Hannay, who becomes caught up in preventing an organization of spies called The 39 Steps from stealing British military secrets. So after Richard Haney has become mistakenly accused of murder of a counter-espionage agent, Haney goes on the run through Scotland and becomes tangled up with an attractive woman while hoping to stop the spy ring. That was elegantly put. You like that? Look at that. So next you have The Thin Man, which is about Nick Charles, a retired detective, and his wealthy wife, Nora, who live in San Francisco but are visiting New York City for Christmas. There, Nick is pressed back into service by Dorothy Winnott, a young woman whose father, Clyde, who's an old client of Nick's, becomes missing. And Clyde is actually the thin man, hence the title. Um, and he, Clyde goes on this secret business trip but goes missing. So it's up to Nick and Nora to solve the case. Very well done. They're fun ones. Very well made for 
oh, the yeah. 1930s. Like, pretty uh, involved films that are able to hold your attention. I think a lot of old movies, and I think there's a lot of bias around black and white classic movies where they're kind of boring, a lot of dialogue, not much happening. But these movies kind of prove that theory wrong. There's there's a lot of a lot of stuff moving, a lot of moving parts, a lot of action. Uh, probably in Thirty Nine Steps more so than the Thin Man in the action realm. But both of them have a lot going on to kind of further their story and really keep you engaged the whole time, which is nice. Uh, but let's go into it a little bit further with our first category in writing. So how did you feel about these two movies in that category? Let's see. So The 39 Steps, it starts quick. And that, that's like the first thing I wrote down. I was like, oh my gosh, this movie is starting quick. And from what I remember, this one I watched. I watched it yesterday, and of course I am drawing a blank on it because they're blending together. Uh, but I think it opens up with some kind of fighting and everything going on. You're like, I don't really understand what's happening. They, uh, it opens up in that auditorium. And you have the guy who's Mr. Memory. He's oh, recalling Mr. all the Memory. facts. That's right. Um, and in the middle of his performance, uh, a gun goes off. Yeah. They, uh, I think both of these start and you're confused on what's happening. Yeah. And you're, mm-hmm. and you're like, I, I, am I supposed to know what's happening? But then it, the story progresses. They do a really good job of writing and telling you what's happening even sometimes the characters will come straight out and tell you what's happening which i appreciate a lot in these movies but in the 39 steps specifically there's a lot of like subtle humor with what is it hanny hanny (laughs) richard hanny richard hanny you be the judge how do you pronounce i feel like they pronounced it differently every time and then he starts going by a different name because he's on the run and then he starts going by hammond i think so half the movie he goes by Hammond, even though his name's Hannay, or Hanny, however you want to say it. <laughs> I think it's Hannay, because he's Canadian. Oh, that's right. But I enjoyed it. It's um, it's pretty quick. I think it's like only an hour and 20 minutes. They're both really we... short. Yeah. I think the other one's an hour and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the humor helps a lot. His character, and I'm, we'll get more into that, I think helps the movie a lot. But yeah, it's confusing in the beginning. But after a while, you start to get the hang of the story. And then you really get involved. And I wasn't bored at all with, with it. What I think is is interesting about that, though, specifically with 39 Steps, because I do agree with you, both the movies are a little confusing at first because they just kind of jump right into the story. So you're trying to follow along, you're trying to figure out who these characters are and, you know, what they're doing and why you're following them and whatnot. But what I like about 39 Steps in that aspect of it is you're following Richard. I'm just going to call him Richard. So <laughs> yeah, perfect. Don't don't worry about his last name. You're following <laughs> Richard, uh, and he's pretty much just as confused as what's going on as we are. <laughs> Like, his character is just kind of thrown in here. Things just happen horribly for him, and all of a sudden, he's got to figure out what's going on. So, I think it works a little bit more in that movie with having that confusing, slow startup, because it kind of puts you in the shoes of his character, 
where it's like, this happened. Now you're on your own and you better figure out what's going on. Otherwise, <laughs> it's going to look very bad for you. So he's kind of he's kind of forced to go on this path and figure out what's going on. And as things start unfolding, I mean, even as the story progresses, he's kind of making mistakes here and there of what he does or who he chooses to trust and where he goes. And so I think I like how the movie seems very, I don't want to say realistic because it is kind of like a crazy scenario to happen to someone. But I think the writing helps in that he is just kind of like a normal, ordinary person. And they follow his character in a way that I think portrays how maybe a normal, ordinary person like someone in our shoes might handle some of these situations. Because, you know, you're just kind of you're given this scenario and you have very little time to think about what you're going to do next. And he just kind of rolls with it and tries <laughs> as hard as he can to to get to the bottom of what's going on. So I like that aspect of the 39 Steps. And as a side note, for Hitchcock specifically, he loves that theme of just a man on the run for whatever reason. <laughs> and he's got to clear his name because I know of at least four movies of his where it has that same plot. <laughs> so you have, he's got one called Young and Innocent. Then he has the 39 Steps. Uh, another one's Foreign Correspondent. And then you have North by Northwest. And it's almost like he was refining his skill at that particular story through those movies. Sure. So the first one was Young and Innocent, I believe, which is just a very basic storyline. Same kind of similar concept where someone gets accused of something and they are now being hunted and they have to clear their name and whatnot. It's a very basic movie, kind of boring. 39 Steps gets a little bit more intriguing, a little bit more suspenseful. Uh, Foreign Correspondent, I think, then takes that and elevates it to another level where it's like, ooh, like I, this is some crazy stuff that's going on. And then you get to North by Northwest, and I think that's where he like finally <laughs> mastered the peak. it. I think that was the peak where he finally mastered it, and he was like, okay, I see what worked in the other films, and I'm just going to incorporate everything that was good about each of these individual pieces and just kind of put it all together in one. So just as a side note, as a, as a tangent there, <laughs> he had a lot of attempts to do the story. And I think 39 Steps is a good movie and a good, well-written movie, but... If you're familiar with his work, I think you can see how it's kind of like a stepping stone to some of his later works that are pretty similar in in its conception. Look at that. Wealth of Hitchcock knowledge. Oh, yeah. I love Hitchcock. But what did you think about The Thin Man? The Thin Man. So this is another comedy suspense. Um, there's the main Nick Charles, who's a detective, that's who it focuses on, and he's really the main one that progresses the story and adds the humor. This one was a little hard, more hard to follow, I think, in the beginning. Because there's just so many relationships that you you learn. They have too many people. Exactly. It, it's so confusing. That it's is like, my exact thought. <laughs> there's just, they throw in so many people at the beginning, and you have no idea who these people, how they're related. Yes. 
where they factor in this relation to the guy who goes missing. And here's an instance where I think the black and white may have kind of hurt the movie (laughs) because the characters all look so similar too. And it's the 30s, so it's all the same haircuts. they have the same haircuts. Yep. Mm -hmm. All the ladies are like blonde, short hair, like... Yep, pencil thin eyebrows and you're like <laughs> literally I have no idea who this character is it could be one of three right now yeah I feel like there's two blonde women there's two like three brunette women mm-hmm. all the men look the same but then you also have ladies who have the same last name but have different relations where it's like this is Mrs. Jorgensen uh, or whatever Mor- name was yeah but this Jorgensen. is also Jorgensen. Yeah. yeah. This mm-hmm. is Mrs. Jorgensen. But then this is also Mrs. Jorgensen. But wait, Mrs. Jorgensen is also Mrs. Wynant. <laughs> but she was previously Mrs. Wynant. And you're just like, okay, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who Jorgensen is. She's yeah. apparently... Because you don't even see Mr. Jorgensen until like the end of the movie. No, and you're like, who's this guy? I don't like, know who this they is. They keep saying Jorgensen, but I have no idea <laughs> who Jorgensen is or where he comes into play. So yeah, I'm I'm right there with you where Ugh. I was very confused on on the setup. But Nick is good, and we'll get to that. But I think story-wise, how it's written, how easy it is to follow, I think I would go with the 39 Steps. Yeah, I think uh, the 39 Steps has more meat to it as well. There's oh, yeah. a lot more going on. It's almost kind of like a James Bond slash Mission Impossible where you kind of have a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. And again, you don't really know who to trust. You don't really know what's going on, but it's kind of you're you're unfolding the clues as Richard's unfolding them as well. So it's it kind of flows nicely. The story, you don't know where it's going to go, and you don't know how it's going to unfold. I can say the same thing about The Thin Man, but where I think that one kind of falls below 39 steps in its writing is that one's kind of more of like a murder mystery. Yeah. But you don't really get to the meat of the murder mystery until like the last 30 minutes. Oh, and even the last 10 is when it like really starts to get suspenseful. But even the last 10 minutes, like that's a great scene and a great suspense theme Mm -hmm. or theme theme. (laughs) That's a great scene. And a suspense scene, not theme. (laughs) Theme scene. Theme scene. I feel like they almost kind of just brush that as quickly as possible. Like, I feel like they really just kind of wrapped it up. Yep. I feel like the ending slash conclusion, uh, I don't know, it just kind of left me a little empty. Yeah, I see. Because a lot of murder mysteries have come afterwards and you have all the you know agatha christie and Sherlock holmes mysteries and all that kind of stuff and i feel like a lot of those having been exposed to them you get this really detailed background of you know this is what this person did step by step and here's the clues and why i solved it was this person and whatnot and they kind of had it in the thin man but i think all the clues that they kind of went through was just the most like basic vague clues yeah. Where it was like, this happened, and then this person <laughs> shot this person, so I, it was you. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How'd you know wife that is person? Like, just because you... this person shot that person. Like, we know someone <laughs> shot that person. <laughs> but how did you know that that person who shot that person was this person? 
So I don't know. I just feel like maybe I was expecting a little bit more out of the unveiling of the mystery. I feel like it was just kind of. It like felt like a guess. It, it felt like a best guess. And, and it was. Kinda, yeah, they kind of <laughs> mentioned that in the dialogue where <laughs> she was like, how did you know? And he was like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I going hope, along with it. I hope it. it's right. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, gosh, well, I guess. I guess that's how it works. So I would agree with you. I think the 39 steps in its writing has more to it and is a little more well thought out as a complete piece than yeah, for the sure. Thin Man is. Agreed. But let's talk about these characters that we kind of hinted on. Ooh, this is a fun one because I like both main characters in these movies. So you have Richard, who is the main average guy in the 39 steps, which he is so fun because like you mentioned earlier, he just gets thrown in to this and he's like, you're like, I, I don't know what to expect. He doesn't know what to expect. And he like, really, oh. he tries to make the best out of it, honestly. Cause... <laughs> you almost feel bad for him mm-hmm. because he's going through, all, he, you know, he went to um, that the memory guy mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's this counter spy in his apartment and then all of a sudden he's in Scotland and being chased by the police. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of wild rides with, with Richard and I do like his love interest, Pamela, but she's not really in it until the end. She's mm-hmm. in it for a second. In the beginning, but and then like, really more towards the end. And I like the way her character was written in the beginning, because yeah. <laughs> he was kind of like a fugitive at that point, and you have that typical scene where he like goes into her train car to escape the police, mm-hmm. and like kisses her, and he's like, "I just need a diversion," and she was like, "Police." Yep, and there he's like, he is. "No, don't say anything." And she's <laughs> like, "No, no, I'm I'm turning you in." <laughs> what, like every, she's any very... normal person. <laughs> So you don't have that typical moment where she's like, oh, yes, of course. She's like, no, you're shady. I'm calling the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I like how they kind of make her realistic and sane in that type of scenario. She's not just another love-struck love interest. You know, it really takes a lot of time for her yeah. to warm up to his character. Um, yep. And it's kind of under extreme circumstances that they even get that connection later on in the film. Um, so I like how those two, how those two characters are utilized in their connection with each other without it being, you know, super hammy and just over the top. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, neither of them are like, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you back. Like, they're both just kind of there. And there's a little blossoming towards the end, but it's yeah. never over the top. And it's, I think it's played off pretty believable yeah for sure so on the other hand the thin man characters there's three main characters that i love it is nick charles the detective Nora charles is a lot of fun to watch and asta and asta you guessed it (laughs) (laughs) that dog deserves an oscar (laughs) when it was playing with the balloon and jumping on it and popping it oh so Asta is Nick and Nora's dog, but it shows up every so often, and it's a lot of fun to watch. But Nick is this, he seems to be drunk a lot in the movie, which is kind of kind of fun, but kind of annoying. But he has all these jokes, and he's kind of smooth. Nora's really funny because she just kind of sits back 
And she's like this higher class, posh, I don't know, lady that is just watching him act like a fool. Um, but she plays but along well with him. She Very well. I mean, they, there's a scene where she shows up at the bar in the beginning, and she's like, how many drinks have you had? And he's like, six. And she's like, all right, I need six in front of me now. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll get they're right like there a with perfect, you. A perfect mm-hmm. couple, for sure. And they're fun to watch. Everyone else... I could care less. I don't know. I don't really care for anyone else in that movie. Yeah, the the whole murder mystery side of things really is the least interesting part of that <laughs> yeah, that's the, the movie. Meat, the chunk. Like, <laughs> like, it's fun watching Nick and Nora work together on, you know, this mystery and their banter back and forth and their interactions with all the different characters because, I mean, the characters are wild and wacky in that movie for sure. Yeah. But any time that like they're not on screen, it's just kind of a yeah. bland movie. I mean, nothing, <laughs> no one else really stands out. If you can even know who the people are, recognize who they are, because half the time I was like, okay, yeah, this, this is one of three people. I think it's this person, and then they'll <laughs> say their name, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm way thrown off now. That's not <laughs> yeah. who I thought it was. Especially when you get them all in the same room. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Well, yeah, like, I, I don't think it was until the dinner scene yeah, at the, the end. end that I actually was like, oh, okay, that person's this guy. <laughs> this person's this. <laughs> but even in that scene, there was people at the dinner table who I was like, okay, who who is this person? Like, how did they come into play? And then when they give that spiel at the end, you're like, oh, okay, I think I got it. I'm just relieved it wasn't just me. That was... Very confused with everybody in there. Even after watching it, if you quizzed me on these characters, <laughs> I'd probably get like 30% because Nick, Nora, Asta. That's all that matters. Yeah, no, that's really it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you give your point to in this scenario? I know this is hard because, oh, I think I'm going to give it to the thin man just because I like Nick and I think I like Nora more than Nick, actually. Mm-hmm. Actually, Asha's on top. The dog's on top. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, you 39 good... steps Yeah, doesn't have a dog. Does so. not. I think I will agree with you. I think I really like the way that the characters are written in the 39 steps. I think they are believable. I think they're enjoyable to watch. But the movie's really held up by, I think, its story and its suspense and mm-hmm. the situations that these characters are put into more so than the actual characters themselves. Right. Like, I like the way that they react to things, and I like how their characters are presented, but you don't you don't watch that movie for Richard, necessarily. Whereas I think The Thin Man, you would watch the movie because Nick and Nora and Asta are so enjoyable to watch. Yeah. That even though that there's even though there's a story going on behind the scenes of it, it's really not as <laughs> entertaining as just watching their characters react. So I think that really gives a strong point in their favor where who cares about the story? Like I almost didn't even yeah. want a, there to be a story because <laughs> they were so enjoyable to watch and, you know, having to get the background of what was going on. Maybe that's why I was so confused at the end because I didn't care during those segments. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think there's like five or six sequels to The Thin Man. And if they're all in it. And it, yeah, it's the same 
same two. So it, it's kind of got me intrigued to to see how those go. Just Maybe because, the other stories will be better. Characters. Yeah, just because the characters were, were so strong. Is it one on one? Yeah, same wavelength Ooh, so far. Look at that. What about the impossible category of music in this? Which there was barely any. There was, I was jamming in the Thin Man. There was that jazz scene in the beginning. They were in some club mm. where he was getting the martinis, where he had six martinis. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or De- Detective Dick Charles did. And there was jazz music, and I was loving it. But uh, as for the 39 steps, I don't. I don't remember any music. Yeah, I don't I don't recall much music in either one. To make this brief though, because I really can't talk about <laughs> either of these. <laughs> I am going to give my point to the 39 steps because a little part of the plot point mm-hmm. was Richard kept whistling a tune that and goes he could, back to the writing too. And it goes back mm-hmm. to the writing and he he can't remember why that song is stuck in his head and it comes full circle at the end. So even though I don't really remember the music or much music in the movie, I think they utilized it a little more just by having that element in there than the thin man having a party scene. But honestly, I don't think, I don't think either of them had much music in there. Nope. But I will give mine to the thin man for that jazz scene. He's drinking those six martinis. Fair enough. Tech, what you think? This was an easy one for me. The 39 steps, all the way. The effects look pretty good, too, for 1935. Mm -hmm. There's one where he's on a train, and he's outside of the train because he's trying to escape the police. It looks pretty good, actually. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's another scene that I really liked when he's in Scotland, in the Highlands, and it's kind of just his silhouette. You see the silhouette of him and the police chasing him in the Highlands. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that win- that wins it for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 39 Steps is definitely more artful in its camera work and its editing. I will say they're, it's a little choppy at times. Like, you could notice some quick cuts and some, like, jumps sure. where, I don't know if there was footage that just got lost somewhere or <laughs> the transition, you know, didn't transfer everything over that well but yeah i mean there's so many shots in there that again he probably (laughs) utilized in further films that you know people always look at in film and culture classes and all that kind of stuff like north by northwest or psycho or any of those so you can kind of see with this being one of his earlier films you can see a lot of those initial ideas for shots and how to move the story along in a suspenseful manner using the camera like one of the shots I like is when he's he's supposed to beware a man who's missing the top of his pinky finger. Mm. And there's a shot where he comes across that guy and you see the guy like lift his hand. So in the foreground, you see his hand with the missing digit. And in the background, you see Richard just kind of looking <laughs> and being like oh shit (laughs) i made a horrible horrible mistake but just the way that the camera's positioned where all you see is the guy's hand in the foreground and you just see richard's reaction in the background there's a lot more fun shots like that in the 39 steps than the thin man which i think is just uh kind of like your average 
Yeah, for sure. 30s cinema movie where they weren't really they weren't really trying to go for any artsy shots or anything like that. I think it was it was kind of more of like a comedy approach where they didn't need to try too hard in the in the technical category to make the movie that they were trying to make. No, cuz ask the one want it for me. Don't need tech when you have a dog in there. Yeah. Just put the camera on the dog and <laughs> film it for an hour and a half and we're yeah. good. Don't even cut. Don't worry about <laughs> editing. All right. So what is it? You're two and two and I'm yeah, three and two three and, two. and one. Mm-hmm. So which movie did you enjoy more? Hmm. I think it's the thirty nine steps. That movie was so fun to watch. It was a little bit in the beginning when it started because it was a little rough. I wasn't understanding. But after about 10, 15 minutes, I was like glued. It was just so fun watching Richard go through everything and all the twists and turns that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, for the 30s, this is like, this is pretty good. Like usually yeah. they're a little bit more simple, mm-hmm. like those older movies. And you have a lot of like extended scenes and it just yeah. kind of drags for a while. But 39 Steps moves along pretty nicely meaty yeah it flowed very nice just with you know he'll find out certain things by overhearing somebody or looking at a newspaper and that kind of progresses to what he does next Mm -hmm. but i i would for sure watch the 39 steps again and even if you are not familiar with older movies i would think this would be a good one to watch just because it feels modern yeah even though it's older i did like the thin man though it was good. And if if you're still weary about older, older movies like the 30s, just watch North by Northwest because that's essentially the same movie-ish. <laughs> but I think that one's from 60s. I think it came after Psycho, maybe. I could be wrong. It could be 50s. But I will also agree with you. I think the 39 Steps is more enjoyable all around. Parts of Thin Man I kind of became disinterested in and... Yeah, it didn't really pique my interest at a lot of times. Like the crime, the overall crime and mystery of it was kind of intriguing. Like you wanted <laughs> to know what was going on, but it was never. And this could just be for me. I was never that involved in it. Where like I was at the edge of my seat, saying, you know, oh, you know, who is doing this? What's what's going on? Because there's never really an imminent sense of danger in that movie. Because I think Nick and Nora are outside of the picture a lot of people come to them for help but they're never really in the meat of what's going on and even the meat of what's going on isn't that dangerous so having watched that movie after watching 39 steps probably didn't help its case because there is danger there there is you know a sense of national emergency because secrets are you know on the verge of being exposed that could potentially affect the security of the nation mm-hmm. you have the police that are chasing richard pretty much the entire film so he could be caught any step of the way so that one just is more exciting it's more enjoyable to watch all around i think the story has a little bit more to it that you actually care about and the characters are well done as well so i think as an overall film 39 steps hits on Writing, characters, tech, eh, music, eh, not really, but <laughs> it has some elements in there. And I think it 
blends all of those together nicely while still being enjoyable. So it's really mastering all of those techniques. Whereas The Thin Man, I would say the characters are fun and maybe 60% of that movie is enjoyable. The other elements, yeah, uh, it doesn't really strike a chord with me on. So 39 yeah. steps it is. 39 steps. So have you seen uh, North by Northwest? I've not. And I'm assuming you probably haven't seen Foreign Correspondent because not many people have seen Mm -mm. them. So if you like the 39 steps, I would say watch Foreign Correspondent next because that's like the next step up. Okay. And then watch North by Northwest because that's like... (laughs) That's the list. That's like crazy stuff happens in that one. Can't wait. <laughs> what do we have next week? We have Inherit the Wind mm-hmm. and Anatomy of a Murder. So, for all you courtroom drama, law loving people, this will be fun. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.